I don't need to sing at your wedding. I am going You're to be to in it. Like, don't put that on me. Also, I'm not going to be able to do that without sobbing. So please don't do that to this me. This is why I said dress rehearsal. Dress, dress rehearsal. rehearsal. I'll just, my maid of honor speech will be a wrap. Thank you. Yeah. I'll just will, bring up yeah. Taylor, Swift, Taylor Swift and I will rap together. Could you imagine? <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. Happy Monday. What day is it? It's October 1st. (laughs) Have we been doing this for? (laughs) Drumroll, please. I think this is like our fourth anniversary. I think so. Happy Annie. I was like, where are you going with this? Listen, I was trying to be creative, but I'm going to be honest, gals, my creative juices are at a minimum. We're at like a negative 100 today. But it's so. also your favorite month now. Favorite month. Uh, I got you have a ma- whole song dedicated to the month. I got a whole song about hating the month, but I love the month, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, and my wedding anniversary is this month, and I just love October. I'm very excited. You and Taylor Swift both do because like she like when her original albums came out, like so many of them came out in October, mm-hmm. and I wonder I wonder what that is. I wonder if it has to do with Grammys or like maybe charts maybe. Maybe. or something. I wonder. I wonder I why know. she released so many of them in October. I don't but, know. Yeah, it's a, great, it's a great time. Speaking of Taylor Swift, though. Oh, I, my gosh. I am a Chiefs fan. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Travis, Kelsey, football, Chiefs. I am just, we're just all go touchdown. Don't Yay, make sports. it down. Make a, make a fourth down. Kick it in the goalpost. Yes. Yay, sports. <laughs> no, um. no flags on the field. <laughs> Okay, no flags on the field. I know <laughs> literally zip about football, um, but yeah. I am debating getting an ESPN subscription. <laughs> I know little bits from when I used to go cheer on uh, my college football team. Um, first down. That's what I know. And there's some hand motions. Like, I mean, like, it's such like a... Like a fall activity, though. So, like, it's just getting you in the fall mood. It's a fall activity that lasts entirely too long, especially when it's on TV and the guy in the red, or yeah, or I think it's red, red gets out on the field and you know it's commercial time. Those games last so long. I used to be the girl that would get there at the beginning and leave at halftime, but I don't know why I didn't just go at halftime and leave at the end. The ending is so much more exciting than the beginning. So I did oh, my co- I did my I did my college years wrong, because um, we would go, we would leave after halftime, and then we would go to the bars and drink. And it we should have gone to the bars and drink and then gone at halftime and watched the end of the game. See, I think that's why I just never cared about football is because my college didn't have a football team. Yeah. Why my grad school went for socialization. No. Yeah, totally. I, there was not really any sports that in my undergrad. So my grad school was an arts conservatory. Like we had no sports ever. Um, no one there was athletic except the dancers. Uh, but like undergrad, we didn't have a football team. We did have a basketball team. 
which was pretty good at the time. And I, I actually like basketball. I understand basketball. Despite what my dad tries to tell me, I know basketball. I've been to NBA games. I know what I'm talking about. I can like, I can, it can keep my attention. Mm-hmm. Football, I just can never keep my attention. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, maybe now I should start watching it. Like, and honestly, I feel like it'd be really cool to, cause like, I never want a man to like fear, feel like superior to me. So like, I feel like I should learn football so that he can't be like, oh, this is blah, 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 blah. I'm like, ah, babe, no, I already know. Like, I know, like, I know. And I'm not doing it for like a pick me thing to like get a guy's attention. I'm doing it because I don't want to feel stupid around a guy and make a guy feel like, oh, I have to teach her about this. I have to mansplain football to you. Like, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. Listen, if Taylor can sit through a football game, we can sit through a football game. Okay. That's the Mm -hmm. new life motto that I've decided on is that if Taylor Swift can, can, can do it, we can do it ladies. But like, he's kind of cute. He is very cute. And she seems happy. And I love that she was with his mom. I think that's really, I that's really awesome. Never want, I knew who Travis Kelsey was. I'm not, I'm not going to deny that. I knew who Travis Kelsey was like before this, mainly because he hosted Saturday Night Live once. And I <laughs> he was actually had really no funny. idea who he was. And, um, my student at work is into fantasy football <laughs> leagues. And I was like, oh my gosh, did you know that Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kels? And she said, you mean Kelsey? <laughs> And I was like, hmm, yep, yep, I can't even pretend, <laughs> can't even pretend that I know who the heck this guy is, but go, Kelsey, he's going to be selling a lot of jerseys. Oh, they've already been up 400% since uh, that game with Taylor, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, speaking of his jersey, did you notice that um, in her on her debut album, Mary's Song, she says the lyrics, I'll wear 87 and you'll wear 89, his jersey number is 87, and she, her album, 1989. Okay. Um. And then every time he scores a touchdown, he does the archer movement. And she does that too when she sings the archer in the Eras tour. Okay. I'm intrigued by this. They're both born in 1989. He's a Libra. She's a Sagittarius. I love that this happened. He's the one that tried to give her the friendship bracelet, right? Yeah, and he okay. had to give it to her team. Like he made a friendship bracelet with his phone number on it, yes. and he had to give it to her her team. And, yes. and I think that Taylor and I think someone a rep close to her has said like she liked that he publicly tried to pursue her like this hard and everything. But and another thing that I think what makes it like a good couple and like works out is the fact that they're they are both big in their respective fields. She is big overall, but she's very big in music he is very big in football right now like he is at the top of his game right now in football she's the top of his um her game and her in music but and i also love that it's like so different i was gonna say but they don't compete for each other's spotlight right, right. whereas he before, lets her be jeweled oh my god because <laughs> like before it was like actor singer 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 like it's just been mm-hmm. a lot of like obviously different but similar kind of spotlight that we're trying well, to I mean, achieve think about giselle Bunchen and tom brady i yeah. mean number one supermodel in the world one of the top football players in the world like very i mean they're divorced but now but like they were married for a very long time to each other um and you know it kind of worked out like in that way for some way um and 
I think that he also is probably like one of the first people being that he's seen her in concert and like went to her concert before dating her. He is like the first guy I think that's like, she is Taylor Swift. Like he knows that sh- how big she is. He acknowledges how big she is and he's not trying to diminish that. The craziest thing though was after the game, seeing them riding in a convertible together with the top down. I know. And I heard on TikTok that she they went out to a restaurant and she paid for everybody's meal so that everyone well, would leave. Is that well, correct? I've all, but I, I'm hearing now that he did it. Um, and well, which sweeter, also... Which like also... It's the first time that baby girl has not had to foot the bill probably in years. I was going to say, <laughs> like even if she did do that, like... Yes, it's Taylor Swift. But also, like, if he was the one to do that, like, that is so... That's very charming. Yeah. um, And I love how they just walked through the um, locker room together. Like, she was just like, mm -hmm. hey. (laughs) Well, he's also one... He's also 6'5". Did you see the next... He's 6'5". She's 5'11". Like, finally, a man that's taller than her. A tall boy that she can actually look up to. (laughs) Yeah. Like, she can feel, like, petite and, like... Um, and small, which I mean, like, I think every girl wants to feel that way. And I, I was just so worried seeing them in the convertible because I was like immediately had like JFK. I I was going to say it, but I didn't want to say it. (laughs) I I was like, girly pop, do you know how famous you are? This is not safe. Like, I'm sure she's Uh, very, you know, she's very protective for safety. I'm sure that there was security tailing them. Security at the football game was wild. Oh, yeah. I'm which, sure there was security tailing them. Yes, understandable. But still, they can't do much from the car behind you. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, that, that car is Maybe not going to stop a bullet. Maybe like laying down in the backseat, like just like ready to go, <laughs> ready to pop up at any minute. I was just like, did we not learn anything from John F. Kennedy? Oh, my God. <laughs> Famous people must remain indoors. <laughs> do not be in convertibles. Could you imagine like feeling like you couldn't be like outside at a park? I mean, I already feel like I can't be outside at a park because I'm a woman. <laughs> okay, fair, 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 fair. Like, let's be funny. I literally made a real. TikTok the other day that was like, uh, every time my husband gets out of the car, I immediately lock it. I, but I also immediately lock my car as soon as I get in. It doesn't matter if I'm yeah. in my driveway. It doesn't matter if I'm in, like, Starbucks. Like, I get in, it's locked. Like, we, yeah. at, we are locked. Yeah. And I was like, and at the end, I was like, men can just not, men just can't relate. <laughs> if men didn't exist... I, like, if there's, like, 24 hours, men are evaporated from the earth. I we would be doing w- all the things that we cannot do. I would don't take a walk. I would take night. a walk at midnight. Do you know how many times I've wanted to do that? I'm like, I really just, like, I, I could use a walk. I could use a walk to clear my head. And I look outside, and I'm like, it's dusk. I would I'm walk down Fairfax Avenue in Los Angeles, California at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. by myself mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like i'm dead as serious i would do that um does not say that women can commit crimes but like i mean the chances are very slim at that point yes but um I, yeah i <laughs> would love for that to happen one day um it will never happen though so <laughs> i yeah i i am all for uh this relationship, which is just also funny because I literally said, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, I had said to my mom, especially a couple months ago, that I wanted to date an athlete next <laughs> because, like, and not like a football player or like a basketball player, um, which I'm not not denying it, not denying it whatsoever, but I was thinking more of like an approachable level, like a tennis player or like 
an F1 racer, you know, because that's approachable. <laughs> as long as it's not a cyclist, I support you. Oh, no. But we've no, all, no, no. We've all done the cycle thing. And honestly, if one more biker is on the road, bike, bicycle list, bike, biker, not, not like a, not like a motorcycle. A cyclist? Freaking cyclist. Here's my qualm. When you have more than two and you are taking up a huge chunk of the road, we cannot safely get around you. So stop waving your little hand to tell us to go around you in the middle of a curve when we can't see and we're going to kill everybody, okay? Just leave it to me to make my choice and don't wave me every five seconds because I'm not going around you in your group of 10, okay? Okay, anyways, side note, no cyclist. Anything else? This has been a public service announcement. If you bike on the road, please do it in groups of two. Okay, two or spread out or get in a single file line and don't wave us around you because you are not paying that close attention and we are going to hit someone. It might be you. It might be another car. Might be ourselves in a tree. I've had a long day, ladies. Long day. This this has been a public service announcement. Part two. (laughs) Part three, drink water. (laughs) But I... No, I, I, a tennis player, and I feel like I missed my chance with the U.S. Open, and, and I was texting with my friends, I was like, I was like, should we go to Vegas for the F1 race next month? I know it's, like, ridiculously expensive, but I'm like, I'm trying to date an F1 racer. I'm trying to get a Lewis Hamilton over here. Okay. You mean, I mean. They make so much money, though. Like, listen. Ridiculous. I'm just trying to become a millionaire. I don't know how that's going to happen for me, but. With the week that we've we've both had, we're gonna need to come into some sort of millions, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 And the way you can do that is by listening to this podcast and sponsoring us. Uh, we take sponsors happily, mm-hmm. but uh, we are gonna like keep talking more. I want to know what is your current captivation. Okay, so I went to Sephora, and I have that's been, always a dangerous thing. It's to a do. very dangerous thing, and. It's been something I've been wanting to buy for a long time, but just, like, couldn't um, justify the price tag for for the product, okay? Um, But I bought one of the Summer Fridays Lip Butter Balms, and I got the Vanilla Beige, and... It's really awesome, and I just feel like a cool... <laughs> Don't sound too excited. Sorry. I just feel like a cool girl when I get it out of my bag and, like, put it on because, like, all the cool girls use Summer Fridays, um, and it smells delicious, and it's, like, almost like a beigey kind of color, but it's for hydration and shine, and I will say I feel like it does that for me, so I'm a fan. I'm not a fan of $24 for it, but, you know, that's neither here nor there, <laughs> so... That's that's my captivation. I do I do uh, be liking it. I'll make you feel better about your twenty four dollar purchase when I mention mine. Mine is um, Reformation cashmere sweaters. Oh, um. <laughs> okay, I feel a lot better about my choice. I'm wearing one right now. I bought it last Black Friday, and I've been wearing it almost every day working from home. Uh, because I am manifesting cooler weather here in Los Angeles, and. I, I mean, I just love, I just, I just love a nice cashmere sweater. Um. <laughs> Wait, so like, do they do Black Friday sales on their cashmere typically? 
they do Black Friday sales like on the, all their stuff. Okay. So like, I mean, it's not like drastic, like fifty percent off. But I mean, like, but like a percentage. So if yeah. you're in the market for a cashmere, like wait till Black Friday and look for them. Yeah, I yeah, I got a simple like black crew neck. Um, I think it's the boyfriend uh, crew neck cashmere sweater last year, and I really like it. I mean, I had been last year. I really wanted to invest like in building my cashmere collection because here's the thing and this is the thing I really noticed I've been doing a lot of style inventory on my closet I don't like long sleeve things unless it is a sweater or a sweatshirt or um like a jacket or cardigan like but like t-shirt like long sleeve t-shirts I I do not wear it is not something that I build and I anytime I buy them like I question why I got it I want to get rid of it I just don't like the feeling of it if I'm gonna wear long sleeves I want it to actually do something that's going to keep me warm and cashmere sweaters are great for that but I was making sure that I did like a lot of research before I started buying cashmere before I started building my cashmere collection um basically there's some pieces that you should invest in I think there's some that you shouldn't invest in like a black crew neck I'm gonna wear this all the time this is a classic piece that it's never gonna style it's also reformation so it is recycled cashmere so it's sustainable mm-hmm. um but I wouldn't um if you're if it's a temporary piece that you want the cashmere feel of but you don't know if it's an investment piece that you want to spend the price tag of i mean it's still a pricey but it might be like a hundred dollars cheaper i would do merino wool it is very similar because cashmere is a type of wool it is from a type of mm-hmm. sheep um and merino wool is along the same lines and most of the time like places like aritzia uh they're going to mix cashmere and merino wool into um it's going to be like a blend a cashmere blend um, whereas this Reformation sweater is just 100% recycled cashmere. And that's really um, soft, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why cashmere is so expensive. And not it's itchy. Of no. I cannot it's super soft. stand itchy sweaters. Yeah. Merino wool isn't itchy either. It is just um, a cheaper version of cashmere. And like I said, if you're wanting to buy cashmere, just look at look at the um, fabric tag and make sure that it is not like merino wool mixed with cashmere if it's like a hefty if it's a hefty price tag because if it's a hefty price tag you should just be paying for 100% cashmere at that point if it is a lower price tag and it's merino wool I would say go go for it it's more budget friendly it's supposed to be a more budget friendly option so don't like don't fall for brands that are charging like $300 for a merino wool sweater and that it has like like 5% cashmere in it (laughs) um So that's my PSA Mm. for today. I liked what you said, though, about like doing a style inventory in your closet. I really feel like I need to do that because I walk into it and I'm like, I hate everything in my closet. Well, I noticed it was just so I could like take notice of things I like when I go shopping. Like I noticed that I don't really like long sleeves unless it's like a sweater. Mm -hmm. I love a statement jacket. Mm -hmm. Um, I... Just because I like a pant and one like and a certain style of pant does not mean I always need it in another color. Mm, um, I like that. Yes, because most of the time I wear the initial color all the time. I never wear the secondary color, even if it is a neutral. Um, and then I there's a lot more like I like Western elements. Like I wear a ton of boots. I don't ever wear knee high boots. Um, I love a heel. I don't ever wear a flat. 
If I wear a flat, it's going to be a sneaker. Um, so just like things, things like that. That's a really that, good what point. What necklines? What necklines I like? I don't like button ups that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like I don't like a lot of stuff unless it's like a crew neck sweater. I don't like a lot of stuff on my chest. I like a more flirtier option to have either spaghetti straps off the shoulders. Um, so yeah, just little things like that. I took into notice jeans. I don't like jeans that are too soft. I don't like spandex in my jeans. I like a hundred percent cotton jeans. I want my jeans to feel like I'm in a straight jacket. Um, like I want, I like tough jeans okay. because they, they, they fit. They keep, they, they, well, and they keep the shape too. They keep the shape and they like highlight my silhouette better mm-hmm. than like a spandex blend jean would like, like American Eagle jeans. I think of yeah, I don't always have that stretchy, anymore. always have that stretch fabric. I hate that fabric. It just doesn't, I don't like the feel of it on my skin. If I'm going to wear denim, I'm going to wear denim. I'm mm-hmm. going to commit to it kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then just figuring out what um, silhouettes look better on me and um, how I like to pair them with. And then it makes it just easier whenever I'm going in to my closet to be able to pair things together because the basic silhouette is already there and it's just pulling different things from. Um, yeah. Like I know with my um, my Levi jeans, my like um, ribcage jeans, I'm always going to like to wear a sweater with those or like a flirty flowy top. Um, I'm never going to wear an oversized graphic t-shirt with them. Mm -hmm. And so then I can just go in and mix and match from that. Yeah. Yeah. I really need to do that. I need to get rid of the the clothes that I've been holding onto from college because I'm never going to wear them again. I clean out your closet every single time I come over and somehow they always snake their way back in there. They do. They do. And you know what? Like I literally walked in there today and I was like, like I didn't want to change out of my pajamas and I was like, that's a problem when I don't like anything. Like, cause I love, I love like my cardigans and sweaters, but it's not cold enough here yet. So mm-hmm. I'm like in those, in that in between. So I actually ordered like a couple of ba- just basic t-shirts, um, like fitted, like, like a fitted white one, a fitted black one, because I don't have short sleeve ones. And I think that that will be nice to pair with like a like a pair of jeans and like some boots mm-hmm. and a cardigan. Well and, well, and one thing that I saw a creator on TikTok say that I really would, I think everybody should implement if you're looking in your closet and you just have no idea what to wear. Style is a muscle. It takes practice. The only way you were going to be able to cultivate your style and be able to figure out what you like and feel like you're mastering it is by putting it into practice every single day, trying a new outfit every single day, not just because I, I am, this is the pot calling the color black. Like I wear the same thing over and over <laughs> again, but that but I feel like you typically, have found your style per, at least over the past couple of years. Yes. You've really honed yes. in on like the kinds of outfits that you like to wear. The kinds of fabrics I like to wear, the kinds of silhouettes I like. Um, and there were so many times where I never would have thought to put that top with those pants or vice versa. Like, you're never going to see me in a skirt. Yeah, no. Every time I buy them, I'm like, why the hell did I buy this? <laughs> I have about five skirts. There is one skirt I want in my collection. One. No, I'm, I oh, have that oh, in my collection. Oh, There's oh. one skirt. I, I want to add a black mini skirt to my collection because that I will wear. Well, I uh, like that. I, I like the idea of the black mini skirt, the tights, the boots, and then like an oversized sweater. I love that yeah. look. Yeah. I wear the skirt I own. I've. You've worn it once. enough. 
<laughs> once once is enough for me. <laughs> You've wanted enough to be like, yeah. But I love how the the TikTok creators are doing like the wearing your clothes versus styling your clothes. And they're just showing you how like if you put on a big t-shirt with jeans and shoes, like this is what it looks like just like wear literally just like wearing it. And then like adding the little elements and the changes to style mm-hmm. it. I think it's so nice because I think that that's where a lot of people fall short is because they just don't know how to style like yeah. things. And one thing that I started doing working from home, this turned into a much, much larger segment. Than yeah, I so sorry, guys. We were trying to get to the sponsors, but here we are. <laughs> um, is working from home, and I would encourage you to do this on the weekend, especially if you want to be productive and get stuff done, just get dressed. Like, you don't have to get your makeup done. You don't have to do your hair and everything like that, but, like, just physically get dressed. I have tried just, like, I find that if I'm wearing jeans, <laughs> I... Or, like, just wearing, like, actual pants, not leggings, I will get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to be tempted to sit on my bed in my mm-hmm. outside clothes. In my outside clothes. I love it. Yes. No, bed is only for leggings and pajama pants and sweatpants. Com- like our comfy like, home clothes. Like, the clothes that yes. you change into when you get home from work. <laughs> yeah. Because if I'm wearing jeans, I'm 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 just going to sit at my desk, I guess. <laughs> just... Or sitting in the living room or something. Like, I'm not going... I don't get on my bed without my outside clothes. So, um, it just puts... My ADHD self just gets into that mindset of this... We work now. We we get this done now. And mm-hmm. I think it also just puts into practice you elevating your style. And, like I said, working that muscle. hmm Yeah. That has been my PSA part two. PSA. We are just given all of the facts today. And this is the more you know. Da, 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 da. Uh, <laughs> but no, we are going to, we are celebrating our four year anniversary. We really don't give a fuck in this episode. That's really what it, I'm telling you. We're, this is all wisdom we've learned in four years since mm-hmm. starting this podcast. Okay. And I really hope this is the ultimate guide for your late twenties. Cause that's what it is for us. This is how our late twenties, like we literally captured our late twenties on this podcast. Um, we started it when I was. 26? Yeah, I was... I just I turned 26. So. Yeah. And you just turned 25. So, literally, like, our late 20s, and now I'm 30. So, that is scary to say out loud. Um, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to get into um, our ad reads really quickly, and then we're going to just keep talking and get into today's episode. So yeah, with this being four years, um, it is really cool to be able to, I think, look back on our journey with the gals guide, with the gals themselves, and see how far we've come. Because when we started this, I was going through a breakup, and you had just started dating your husband? Mm Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, you guys had just started, like, you hadn't even hit a year yet, Mm-mm. I don't think, like, in your relationship. And uh, now you're married. <laughs> and I know, so I feel guy- like a lot has happened in four years, but also at the same time, I'm like, it's well, we been started, four years. <laughs> we started this podcast, which I think the reason we feel this way is because we started the podcast in tw- fall of 2019. And before all hell broke loose. 
the pandemic happened in March and we had to like reevaluate how to do this podcast and we started adding in guests mm-hmm. and it's been, I mean, it's all been uphill like oh, since 100%. then. In a but, weird way, I think the pandemic like forced us to go outside of our comfort zones. Like I'm not sure yeah. we would have had guests as soon as we did had, had that not happened because yeah. it made guests like having guests on a podcast more accessible. Um, yeah. cause when we started it, like we were in North Carolina and like, I'm still here, but you're in LA now. So like our pool of guests in North Carolina was a little more limited, like of having people in person. Mm-hmm. Well, because so. so many people were used to only doing in-person interviews. Yeah. Like Zoom interviews wasn't even really like a thing. Zoom wasn't really even a business. Let's be real. I know. <laughs> I, I, honestly, sometimes I just wish Zoom would just go away. I'm so tired of having Zoom meetings. Like I want to be in, I want to be at a round table having a meeting. Like I do not want to look at you on the screen. I'm so tired of having to look at my reflection. I don't want to see myself talking. Like I look dumb when I talk. So (laughs) my jaw slides. Yeah. Uh, Somebody looks at you every single week. I I can, I can back this up. Listen, I make weird faces. I am way too expressive. I'm just glad that my, my like mouth isn't covered and it was not just my eyes because I was rolling them hard during the pandemic. If you've ever wondered, if you've ever wondered why we don't have a constant video component. It is me. It is me. Hi, I am the problem. (laughs) Taylor Swift wrote that song about me. I am the problem. (laughs) I the first step is self-awareness, honestly. Self-awareness. There's no grieving here. It's just awareness. <laughs> You're not grieving this, but yes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, circling back, we have done a lot of things in four years. Do you feel like the pandemic took your late 20s from you? Yeah. Yes. Yes and no. Um, I feel... I feel like in the moment I was so worried about like having, having a future in the sense mm-hmm. of just like everything was so unknown. Mm-hmm. And then now to the, now that we're like so many years post, like when I look back on that time, I'm like, dang, like now I'm almost 30. And like, I feel like I missed out on even just like something like simple things as like travel with friends before everybody had babies mm-hmm. and like you know I missed out on a trip to fucking Paris. You missed out on a trip to Paris. <laughs> like I just I could have gone to Paris and Rome after graduation from grad school. You I missed didn't even on my get last a ceremony. You know what I mean? Like you I did, didn't like, even get didn't a even grad get school ceremony. A ceremony. I had to get married on a Friday. Like I mean, there are just things that I'm just like like I'm just like. But I would have I would have never made my film. I would have probably never freaking started this recording this album. Like I feel like it pushed it pushed us it pushed us to be more on our creatives. Like our like our nine to fives were kind of like yeah. Ugh, and it kind of forced us to be more creative. Yeah, because I didn't have the opportunity to make anything and finish or finish my um, film projects during film school because everything like got locked down. Um, I had to like pull my resources together and I said that, you know, those projects I was supposed to make in film school were going to be what took me to LA and like what I took with me to LA. And I was like, I don't want to go out there with nothing. Mm -hmm. And so I, that's when I made um, my film. And so I think, you know, 
in a way, it did push me to be my create my push my creativity, and it, I think it allowed me to have like a a time buffer in some way. But that time buffer also like took away from other things in my life. Like I genuinely, I wonder what my dating life would have been like if that had never happened. Mm, that's true. That definitely did because limit a lot of people from I'll being be able honest, to meet people. My hottest years gone. <laughs> I, I mean, not that I'm ugly no, now. No, but I, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, I still look like I'm 25. Like, let's be real for two seconds. But, like, yeah, well, I mean, looking I 25 feel, yeah. and going on a date as a 30-year-old is not the same thing as being a 25-year-old and looking 25. <laughs> and, well, like, especially in Hollywood. Yeah, absolutely. And even, like, dating, like, similar to the dating scene, is like, even just, like, making adult friends. Like, that was our, those were our prime years of like when we were all kind of like established, like kind of getting established in like what we were going to do, like going out and like meeting other like-minded people was really challenging. And so now everybody is either like has other kinds of commitments or not willing or, you know, whatever. And so I think it's harder now to make friends than it probably would have been three, four or five years ago. So what I think is interesting is... Uh, seeing how many couples have dissolved. <laughs> the divorce rate has been high. In the past four years? Yeah, in the past at least four in, years. At least in our circles, we have known quite a few. And I sang at some of those weddings, so I apologize and to this those is why 60%. Hannah, this is why, Hannah, I love you. I love mm-hmm. you. You know you're my bestie gal. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not singing at my fucking wedding. Well, I think where I went wrong is I sang during all of their ceremonies. Yeah, see, if you sing at my wedding, you're going to sing at the dress rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Either the rehearsal or the reception. Like, we're not yeah. doing anything during the vows, okay? Not, no. Not you walking down. Do you think that I was going to let anybody divert the also, attention from me? Also, no, like... I don't need to sing at your wedding. I am going You're to gonna be, be in it. Like, don't put that on me. Also, I'm not going to be able to do that without sobbing. So please don't do that to this me. This is why I said dress rehearsal. Dress, dress rehearsal. rehearsal. I'll just, my maid of honor speech will be a rap. Thank you. Yeah. I'll just well, bring out yeah. Taylor, Swift, Taylor Swift and I will rap together. Could you imagine? <laughs> Because, um, I mean, I already planned for you to be, like, completely inebriated at my reception, so... Oh, yeah. Rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> rehearsal. Um, it's either rehearsal or me, Taylor, and Selena are coming out and we're rapping. I um, love this. This sounds great. Your maid of honor speech. Because I just feel like that's a great trio right there. Yeah, I mean, iconic, really, truly. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Kelsey will be there. Selena's person will be there. Like, we are all supporting you. <laughs> Go Chiefs. <laughs> oh, we love a circle back moment. We do, but we do. I do wonder if I would be married by now. Like, I do wonder, because, I mean, ideally, I was supposed to graduate and then move immediately out to L.A. And I wonder what it would have been like in hindsight. But I think also at the same time, like, I was able to have a lot of extra time like with my parents before moving out here I was able to have a little bit of extra time with like other family members um, <clears throat> grow their friendships and me and <laughs> and you even though we yes. talk even though we talk every single week it's still not yeah. the same <laughs> and you you know cuz you're close to dying like my nana you know <laughs> i mean you never know <laughs> and my dog um 
but <laughs> I I also think that I really am like I said like I'm really thankful that I was able to have that extra time like with them but I do wonder if it almost like forced like a codependency problem onto um mm-hmm. my relationship like with I mean because I was with my parents like 24 7 like during the pandemic I mean we were all in close quarters and everything and then my mother's business like trying to help her and everything like I wondered how much it helped or hindered all of that so I mean there's a lot of things that we could sit here and wonder and ponder but I do think that in the, in the four years that we have been making this show being able to have all these guests come on the podcast we have also been able to take all their collective knowledge and really like give like to our growth I think as like podcasters as women as um creators i think that they've all helped us and i do think that we've made some valuable connections with people who we genuinely like if have the chance like we would love to be friends with them like in real life and some of them we have cultivated actual um real life friendships with Mm -hmm. and i think it's been really really wonderful to see all of that and then also see how many of the gals have grown with us too and like we do like look at a lot of y'all's instagrams and we do like love it when you message us and share your stories whenever we've done like quarterly advice episodes like we really do treasure those and um we see familiar faces always checking in. We see familiar faces like always DMing us. So it's like really sweet to see you gals who have been listening since the very beginning continue to grow with us. And I feel like as the podcast has evolved and grown, we I mean we originally started out just only covering dating. Mm-hmm. And then we really wanted to expand into more topics that were like an ultimate guide for young women because there were so many things that not only in dating were we covering, but marriage, like we covered divorce so much recently, trauma, but then also like all these other facets, while they do factor into dating, are also really important for women's growth. And we really just wanted to be like that ultimate go-to guide, I think, for a lot of women because, I mean, body image, uh, resilience, self um self-awareness and just uh self-compassion i think are so many topics and your spirituality and all these things your career they help grow you as a person and i think they also contribute to not only the love that you're going to get in relationships but the love you're going to find in yourself and that's the thing that we've always said that we want to do is yeah we can help you like draft the perfect text but we're also going to help you love who you are along the way and I think that what we've grown this show into from being like your go-to like gal guide for getting that perfect first date yeah we're gonna get you the perfect first date but we're also gonna make sure that you love yourself in the day and you're gonna treat yourself over some lame-ass dude Mm -hmm. and yeah (laughs) I I think that, that it's really beautiful to see what we've done with that oh yeah absolutely I feel like I've I'm working towards like becoming my own best best friend, and like um, I think we've talked wow, about that. Wow, thanks for just pushing me out. And, well, you are on the other side of the country, ma'am. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's something that's been especially hard for me lately. Is just like, you know, I feel lonely, and I'm no, I know I'm not. I have amazing family. I have an amazing husband. I have amazing dogs. Like I have great coworkers, but like there is that sense of like all of my friends live in a different town and so or across the country and so like I 
I like want to go do all these fall things and mm-hmm. I don't always have somebody to go do them with, even though I know my husband would come with me. Like he has his own things going on too. And so my challenge for myself in October is to take myself on these like fall fun date and experiences and like really just enjoy the things that I want to do and be okay with it just being with me. Um, cause I'm fine being by myself and hanging out with myself at home, um, or like at Target or, you know, Starbucks or whatever, but like going and going to a pumpkin patch by myself, like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about doing that, but like, I know I want to go and I don't know, you know, I don't want to like wait around and then it never happens. So I, I think that this podcast has, and especially just like this time in my life has just like really forced me to like, be like, okay, Hannah, like you can hang out with yourself and you can go do things that are not like shopping and like the typical, like we've talked about it mm-hmm. before where like you go, you go see movies with yourself all the time and like doing things like that, that I, I feel this need to have somebody because I've always had a go-to, like I've always had a person to go to. Like I've always mm-hmm. had you growing up. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, I've had boyfriends and my husband in the past. I've had my mom. I've had, you know, all my college friends that like I could text like four people and within 30 minutes, like I've got a plan together and we're going, but I've never like just let myself go do that too. And so I think our podcast has been super helpful and just like hearing other women being able to like love themselves and care for themselves and put themselves first has been really, really nice. And then also like adopting the mindset of like, um, I got to stop pouring from this empty cup. Like I am, (laughs) I am, I am empty. We are empty. So really trying to find ways where I can, you know, set boundaries and, take an evening to just relax and fill my own cup in ways that like are replenishing for me. Um, and so it's just, it's just been really interesting to see how like my mindset has shifted over the past four years when it comes to like even simple things like that, like going, going to buy mums for my front porch, like at the flower shop by myself. Like I don't want to do that, but I will, (laughs) I need to do it. I mean, cause honestly, like I mean, before this whole thing happened, like, before we started this podcast, I mean, I, you would have never caught me going to a movie by myself, but um, I'll tell you one thing that gets you doing stuff by yourself, moving to a new city where you don't have many friends. Mm-hmm. What the fuck else am I going to do? Like, I don't have any, like, I moved here, I had my roommate. I wasn't going to hang out with her all the time. Like, I was like, well, I really want to do this thing. I don't have a single fucking person that I know. So I guess I'm going to do it by myself Mm because otherwise you're not going to do it. And I was like, why am I like allowing someone else to determine like what I do? Like, Mm -hmm. that's not fair to me. Like, just go do it. Go to the fucking pumpkin patch. I've been meaning, I've been meaning to go to a fucking nursery to buy a new plant. Like, mm-hmm. go to the pumpkin patch. Go buy yourself a pumpkin. Yep. Like, do it. Yep, um, and I just think, um, yeah, I, I, I will say, m- being in a very large city where it is very enabling for you to be able to go and do things on your own because, I mean, Everybody's no, no one cares. Everybody's doing their own thing. Like, and I love that so much. That I, no one yes. literally gives a shit. Yes. I am jealous Everybody. of that. Because I do feel like in smaller towns, it is like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> Everybody here is so... I used to... I remember I first moved here and I tried to go to the West Hollywood Target. And I was like, oh my God, all these pretty people are shopping here. They are literally so wrapped in to themselves. They are not 
pain. It's not like high school. You think it's going to be like high school. It's not at all. No one gives a shit about you. They're more worried about the homeless man with his dick out on the street than they are about you wearing <laughs> Mitch Max leggings. That's all I got to say. Yes. And I think I've started to pay attention more to my surroundings in the sense of like literally no one's looking at you. No one cares. Does mm-hmm. not matter. Um, so, yeah. And if they are looking at you, then they have their prob- own set of issues. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it might be like someone you should probably like warn someone about because they probably are not a safe person. <laughs> they might be stalking you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but like, yeah, like no one, no one is paying attention to you or like it doesn't really matter. And so, um, yeah, I, I, there are sometimes I think you're forced into those moments of self-growth, like me, like where I had... You were like, I'm yeeting across the country. Okay, here we go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> if I, it was almost like if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it. And um, I also had parents who were like, she's not staying here. Like, mm-hmm. we are not going to allow her to well, and stay here. it's not here. like and you were... And like, once you got there, like, it's not like you were going to move to LA and then just like hole up in your apartment forever like you're like i gotta get out i gotta get out of here like i gotta get out of here (laughs) yeah um and that because that was the thing and i think having i think definitely having a support system who you know as much as my parents miss me every day i my dad i remember he told my mom he was like after i got my degree he was like she better not fucking stay here like she like obviously if i chose to they would you know help me support me and everything but they were like they were like, I pray to God she does not just stay here working some bare-ass minimum job. Like, well, they, 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 they saw your potential. They yeah. see your potential. Yeah. And so um, that's why they were so supportive of me moving. And I think I've always said, like, you know, when I'm comfortable, I don't grow. And so that was, like, a really big growing moment for me was to be able to make that move. And so... I think pushing myself in the past four years to be uncomfortable has allowed me to have all this growth and in new scenarios, not just like moving across the country, but I think like getting a job where I, you know, I didn't have any background in music when I got my job and then um, putting myself out there to meet other filmmakers, putting myself out there and a whole new dating field, um, Mm -hmm. putting myself out there to make friends with people who I didn't have like a common ground with like school or like a mutual friend or anything like that um just having genuine like find like going to things going to meetups going to bars seeing a girly and being like hi and just like having a conversation with them and then or like seeing a girl like on Instagram and being like hey like I want to be your friend let's get lunch sometime um really just allowed I think for me to feel like oh, this is not a scary world all the time. And I think it just allowed me to open up more. And by opening myself up just to anything being possible allowed for so many more possibilities to kind of, and opportunities to come my way because I was just open to it. I was like, I'm just going to do it. Like if it comes my way, I'm just going to accept it and do it and go forth with it. And I think just having that very open like head chakra or in like chest chakra and just like open um spirituality moving through that and out the world and just and just you know accepting any opportunity um and possibility that came my way really just allowed for me to um see what all I can do and what all I want to do 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. I, I I don't know if I have a survival tip other for the gals other than um, I think being take the I mean if you've been listening to us for like four years I would really encourage you to see like where your growth has been uh, since we started this podcast and I would love to see where it is now mm-hmm. and let us know DM us if you've been listening since day one we'd love to know if you've been listening to the first cup since the first couple episodes since 2019 we'd love to know dm us we'd love to know what gals are still with us but um and if you're just a brand new gal listening uh this is your first episode you're listening welcome we're so excited to have you on this journey and we cannot wait for you to join us and thank you so much for letting us be your guides it really does mean the world to us and we cannot wait for you gals to hear and see what we have in store uh and this upcoming year and next year it'll be five years i know and we can't wait we can't wait um to see what this podcast and what this community we have created um with you gals brings us and so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide make sure to follow us on instagram at the gals guide pod also like us on facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our facebook community you can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.